Demai, Perak Vav, Mishnah Vav, 6-6. This Mishnah segues away from the topic of Demai a bit. In the previous Mishnah, we discussed the question of a sharecropper working an olive grove and contracted to produce olive oil. And the question now has to do with, in general, if a person may sell olives to a person who isn't good about keeping Tuman Tahara. Here, here's the backstory. Normally, foods, until they become wetted by one of the Zion Mashkin, I'll explain that in a second, they're impervious to tuma. That is to say, if you have an apple, you pull it off an apple tree, um, and then a minute later, the apple touches a dead rat or a dead body or something, the apple doesn't become tummy, it remains tahor, um, because the apple wasn't hukshul akabul tuma, wasn't yet prepared and readied to be tuma susceptible. To make a foodstuff tuma susceptible, it requires hechsher, it requires a preparatory event, and that preparation is that the foodstuff becomes wetted, meaning it becomes wet, by um, after it is detached from the ground. And that wetting has to be, as the Pasuk describes it, mechigutan, which means loosely um, you were okay with it getting wet, you, the owner of the, of the fruit, were okay with it getting wet, and it has to have been wetted, meaning it had to become wet, um, through um, one of the Zion Mashkin, one of the seven liquids that can ready food for Tumma, make it Hukshlakabu Tumma. Those seven liquids um, are known by the acronym, the mnemonic to remember it, I should say, of Yad Shachat Dam, which are seven letters Yad, the Yud for Yain, the Dalit for Dam, uh, Yain is wine, Dalit is Dam, blood. Shachat, the shin, is shemen, like olive oil. Chet is chalav, as in milk. And tet is tal, dew. And then the dam, the second dalit, is for dvash. That's specifically bee honey, as opposed to date honey. It's bee honey, that's dvash. And finally, the final mem is for mime, water. So if any of those seven liquids um, touch a foodstuff once the food's been detached from the ground, and you, the owner, are okay with it getting wet. So then you are okay with the liquid being there and being detached from its source. So then now the foodstuff, in our case, let's say the apple, is hukshlakabutuma and can become tummy. So olives present an interesting case because olives, when you put them under pressure um, or leave them, they start to exude olive oil. And the olive oil itself is one of the Zion Mashkin, one of the seven liquids that can ready a food to become tummy, as opposed to when you pick an apple, if you squeeze the apple and apple juice comes out, it doesn't matter because the apple juice won't be machshir, the apple, apples won't ready the apples to become tummy. So the question is, if you've picked olives and now you want to sell those olives to another person to press them into olive oil, is that okay? Because once olives have been um, detached from the ground and they come under pressure as you put them in storage, so then the liquid that comes out of them is... Um, potentially able to be machshir, ready the olives to become tummy. So there's a nuance here. When you pick olives in general, even if olive oil comes out, that automatically would not, I should say, that would not automatically make the olives tumma susceptible, because even if you want olive oil, you don't want the olive oil to go to waste. So when you first pick the olives off the tree, you have no way to capture the olive oil necessarily in the baskets, and then you're not, you're not happy if the olive oil comes out. But once you start storing the olives in a container called a ma'atan, um, which is where they sort of are softened up before readying for pressing, 
So then already that olive oil that comes out in the matan and on will not go to waste. So you're going to capture it. And that being the case, you're happy that the olive oil comes out of the olives. And therefore that olive oil now um, is able and will essentially will certainly ready the olive olives to become tummy. So that being the case, when a person sells his olives to another person and the olives are packed in the matan, they're going to become tummy. It's just a matter of time because the person who's working them, if he's in a ma'aretz, has leads to rabbinic status of being tummy automatically. So it's a certainty, essentially, that once he goes to olive pressing in the ma'atan stage, the olives will become tummy. So may one do that. Beishamah Omrim, the Mishnah says, Beishamah holds, Lo yimkor adam es zesav ela lachaver. That because of this, because the olives will end up becoming olive oil, and along the way they'll become tummy with certainty, one is not allowed to sell his olives for press olives to a person who's not a chaver. A chaver is someone who's formally accepted upon himself to keep all these strictures of Tuma and Tahara. And in fact, this is quite a difficult thing. One who's not an expert in the topic couldn't do it if he wanted to, even if he tried his best. Therefore, the standard to become a chaver is quite high. We discussed it previously. Um, but in any case, so over here, if a, the purchaser hasn't accepted upon himself to be a chaver and is certainly capable of doing that, so then one may not sell him the olives because ultimately the olives will go to press, be put in the matan, and they will become hukhla and they will become tame, and one will make the olives tame, which is not allowed. Basil omrim aflamaser. Basil says, yes, you can. You can sell these olives to a purchaser, provided that at least the purchaser can be relied upon to tithe properly. In other words, that's a side point, back to the my question, that you can't sell your produce to an Amma Aretz unless he tithes it properly. And so Basil is saying if these are untithed olives, you couldn't sell it to the purchaser unless he tithes properly, which means if he doesn't, he's not a chaver, he hasn't kept formally a commitment to keep the rules of Tumantara properly, you still may sell these olives to the purchaser. Now, the reason for Base Hill is because he holds that it's not 100% certain that the olives will ever go to press. There's a small possibility. It's remote in the time of Mishnah, very remote, but there's a small possibility that he plans or he will eat these olives as is without pressing them. And that small possibility that he'll eat them without pressing them, which then means it would never become Hukhshla is a sufficient um, pretext or a loophole, or leniency, to allow the owner of these olives to sell it to the purchaser. Um, and Allah will be like Rebbe's Hillel, of course. Um, but we have to still ask the question of what is the problem? What is the problem with the olives becoming tummy? So what? So there's two possibilities. Um, the first possibility is that since the olives haven't been tithed, and the intention we wouldn't tithe them until after you make olive oil, and then you take truma from olive oil, because the Kohen doesn't want olives, he wants olive oil. <clears throat> so, you'll, if you're metama, the olives, and the olives oil, then you have rendered the truma tame, and it can't be eaten, and you're cheating the Kohen, and you're doing an isser of being, worse than cheating the Kohen, you're doing the isser of making the olive oil tame, and that's forbidden, and that's the issue. Um, the other possibility is that, this is the Ramam's shot, that there is an ongoing machlokus in the Tanaim if there's an iser, a prohibition of intentionally allowing food in Eretz to become tummy. 
So the other Peshat in the Mishnah is that that's the issue at hand, that our, since one is not allowed to make the food in Eretz Shaltame, at least according to some Tanayim, and we're assuming that's the Peshat here in our Mishnah, according to the Ramam. Um, so Beishamah therefore says, you can't give these olives for pressing to the non-chaver because they'll become tummy, and you're, it's like listening either, you're setting them up to do the scissor. And Beis Hill says, well, not necessarily, there's a small chance that he won't press it, and that being the case, you can rely on that small chance enough to not to be absolved of the prohibition against giving the olives um, that will very possibly, but not certainly, become tummy, which of course would be over that rule of making Eretz Sterl's produce become tummy. Fine. The Mishnah ends by saying, The Mishnah ends up by saying, those who are especially strict, that's called, or especially, you know, um, yeah, scrupulous, pious amongst Beis Hillel, actually accustom themselves like Beis Shammai, meaning that they would not allow or would not themselves sell olives in such a scenario to a non-chaver. Um, however, of course, the Beis Halach is like the primary shita and Beis Hillel, which is that in such a scenario, one may indeed sell these olives to the non-chaver, provided that you're sure that he will at least tithe it properly.